Anytime you get in God's presence, good things happen. And that's what we see down through the past 20 plus years that we've had this conference is couples, their lives, their marriages get restored. Yeah, good things happen. It's a blessing. The first time Jesus came to this earth, he found a religious culture that deeply grieved him. With their lips, they blessed God, but their hearts were very far from him. And we know that he is coming again, perhaps soon. And the question remains, what will he find? Thanks for joining us on another episode of Purity for Life. This week, we'll tell you all about the 22nd Pure Life Ministries Annual Conference, an event for all who are seeking to be part of the faithful remnant of God, a people pressing on, clinging to his word, and waiting for him to come back. Stay with us. Well, Pastor Steve, Pastor Ed, thanks for joining us today to talk about the conference. Um, I really hope that this will be a kind of invitation to our listeners, YouTube subscribers, and the people who follow us on our app um, to come to the conference. So to start off with, I wanted to talk about the theme this year, which is when Jesus returns, what will he find? And I know, Pastor Ed, you're the one who kind of put that theme out there. So why don't we start with you talking about that? Sure, Patrick. I guess, you know, we start, uh, I don't know, months uh, over the summer, really, you know, kind of praying, seeking the Lord, asking (laughs) for a theme. And I just could not escape uh, Luke 18, uh, verse 8, where it says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Mm -hmm. And, of course, for the conference, we shortened it a little bit. When Jesus returns, what will he find? Because that passage, it's talking about uh, faith and specifically uh, faith to keep praying, if you read it in its context. But uh, when Jesus is comes, he'll be looking for faith getting expressed in all sorts of different ways, I think. And that's really what was kind of, you know, guiding me or or made it appealing to me is uh, thinking about how much closer we are and ever, you know, each year getting ever closer to that day when Jesus truly does come back. And and it seems just as relevant as ever to ask that question, you know, what is he going to find? And maybe for us, it's a little bit of what is he even looking for? Have we hmm. have we kept that in sight? Okay. How about you, Pastor Steve? Yeah, I was. Um, when you look at the larger context of that passage, it actually starts in chapter seventeen, and it's really talking about the end times. That's what Jesus is referring to. And anytime Jesus starts talking about the last days, he is always in his mind is telling the people of that time, which I believe is us today, Hmm. to be ready, to be spiritually prepared for my return. And that is what that question reflects. What am I going to find when I return, Hmm. you know? And will I find faith in all that— all the sorts of things, as Pastor Ed alluded to, all the sorts of things that one would expect of a person who really does believe in Jesus Christ. Hmm. So that's the kind of um, tact we're going to take. 
with the conference this year. And also, I should mention my voice is a little off because I've been sick the last week. But I'll be ready to go in April. <laughs> well, well, we'll look forward to that for sure. Yeah. Um. So the the next thing I wanted to talk about were to to put it this way: the kinds of people that might come to the conference and how they would benefit. I see sincere believers, people who will have faith maybe when Jesus returns, but also maybe people who have a shallow Christianity or just aren't really wholehearted for the Lord. There's probably people who are in need in sexual sin or wives of men in sexual sin and graduates of our program I know come a lot. So what would those different kind of groups of people get out of our conference in relation to that theme? Yeah, it's an interesting uh, question, Patrick, because I don't go back all the way to the beginning of these conferences like Pastor Steve can, but uh, my involvement actually began in the early 2000s when the conference was actually specifically billed as a, an alumni conference. It was specifically hmm. for the graduates. And after a year or two of that, I think uh, the ministry opened it up to everyone because it was just seemed obvious like this is a conference for everyone. It's not just for graduates, although obviously uh, graduates still come in fairly large numbers. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to reconnect with fellow graduates. It's a great opportunity just, you know, as a graduate, when I came back, I really appreciated the extra spiritual shot in the arm kind of (laughs) feeling that I got from coming. And it was just what I needed to, like, I felt like I had started to drift away, but the Lord used the conference to really get me back solidly on track. And I don't think I've deviated from that since really. Uh, and so so graduates would definitely benefit, uh, you know, I think of couples coming and how often we hear their testimonies afterward of just what a time they had seeking the Lord together and really being together uh, for a whole weekend, just an intense spiritual level. Uh, it really does something to put a different foundation under your, under your relationship and a different focus on your relationship. So couples have really been blessed and I'm sure anyone who comes, you know, there, there's something there for right. them for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would say is really for anybody who has a sincere desire to um, spend time in the presence of God. It, mm-hmm. You just can hardly find locations and situations anymore where you can really come and sit in the presence of God like happens at this conference. Yeah. That's the wonderful thing about it. So whether it's a guy who's still struggling with sexual sin, maybe coming just to check us out and see what we're all about, we welcome that because we know what they're going to run mm-hmm. into. They're going to run into God mm-hmm. in that uh, conference. And that's the most important thing that could happen for anybody who comes to us looking for help. Right. It's not an encounter with Steve Gallagher or Ed Book or any other man, hmm. but an encounter with the Lord because he's the one who can set people free. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, anytime you get in God's presence, good things happen. And that's what we see uh, down through the past 20 plus years that we've had this conference is men's and women's couples, their lives, their marriages get restored. Yeah, good things happen. It's a blessing. You know, Pastor Steve, talking about the presence of the Lord just brings me back to that Bible study we were doing um, as a staff a few months back, talking about how just our fellowship with God really 
pours out into our fellowship with other believers. And that's what my next question was about the conference, is it can feel like such a family reunion. And for me, that is like what you were saying, the guys that I went through the program with, but I see it happen with people who have had no association with Pure Life before. So can you talk about that kind of the joy of the community experience um, at the conference? Yeah, I think it does come through, even for people who that's their first exposure to us. There's just an atmosphere. And that atmosphere really begins, I want to say even uh, take it all the way back to the senior leadership, what we have with God and in God and what we share together, uh, the six of us, you know, we meet once a week and we pray together, we talk everything through, make decisions corporately, not just me saying this is how it's going to be. We talk things through. Hmm. And out of that depth of fellowship and that transparency we have with each other, that extends to the staff. And from there, it extends to the students hmm. and the programs. And people really in under the realm of influence of Pure Life Ministries get a sense of that sincerity and that earnestness, mm. that re- reality that we live in, that Pure Life Ministries. And so you, those who come to the conference, they kind of enter into that atmosphere. And you can't necessarily put a finger on it and say what exactly it is that, you, that feels so good and feels so right in that atmosphere, but that is a big part of it, is that deep fellowship, that bond of fellowship that's developed when people get together in God's presence, hmm. whether it's in a residential program or at the conference. Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right, Pastor Steve. Like I'm thinking, you know, at Pure Life, we really strive to give Jesus the center position in everything yes. we do. And when that's the case, you know, to the degree that we're successful, people come together in these conferences or in any other ministry setting, really, and Jesus is high, he's lifted up, his word is, you know, emphasized as truth, and there's a unity that just surrounds all of that, that draws us more and more to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say, too, there's an element that because people are coming with a need, you know, couples seeking restoration, men coming who need freedom from addiction, kind of what some of our guests talk about when they see the men in our programs worship, there's just an honesty before the Lord. Do you think that has an impact with how people come together, that those walls are down in some way? Yeah, and it it makes people feel like they can be transparent because, man, when the leaders do it and the other staff do it, you know, you don't get that religious feeling like there's an image that has to be maintained and you put out this image of whatever godliness or something and you hide behind that. And who knows what goes on in your life, you know, in the unseen. But it's not like that at Pure Life. We know what wretches we were. All of us came out of a wretched past. We understand that, and we don't try to be anything other than what we have been in the past, except for how God has changed us. He gets the glory, not ourselves. So, yeah, I I think it creates trust Hmm. in people. Yeah. I think we've kind of talked about some of the things that really stand out about our conference, but... What would each of you say, what makes our conference unique or special or different from maybe the 
15 other conference opportunities that are out there. You know, to be honest with you, I'm so out of touch with what's going on out there. But from a distance, the way it seems is there's a lot of worship that's built on emotion rather Hmm. than a true atmosphere of the presence of God. And a lot of the teachings are more of a practical manner um, rather than a call to enter into a life of deep fellowship with the Lord, you know, and not to put down others. I, I don't mean it like that because I know there's good conferences out there that address pertinent issues. I would just say that some of them feel a lot more like a seminar, hmm. an educational seminar about things, and where ours is truly a spiritual conference. So that's one thing that I would say would mark us as different. Yeah, I would say, you know, again, like Pastor Steve said, I'm kind of out of touch with what others are actually doing out there, perhaps. But it seems to me, I would say that our conferences, the focus isn't motivational. The focus is on Jesus. And when you're drawn into a closer walk and presence, you've spent a weekend in the presence of the Lord like that, the outcome of that may be that I'm motivated to do some things in my life that that need to happen. But that's not been the direct goal or emphasis. The idea was to bring people into the presence of the Lord and have an encounter with him uh, while they're here. And uh, I guess the other thing that I'll just take time to mention is uh, I'm aware, you know, each year there are a number of people who come, um, probably even maybe as many as a third of the people who come are kind of interested in checking out Peer Life Ministries. Hmm. They've heard of our residential program. They've heard of our at-home programs for counseling in in the area of sexual sin. And they're kind of curious, you know, what are these people all about? Can I trust them with my (laughs) um, sin problem? And are they a true source of help? And the conference does, I think, give people a chance to help get that question answered. We do even offer tours of the residential campus. uh, So people can get a very firsthand, up-close look at us, uh, talk to some of the staff. There's people at the registration table that can fill in the gaps of, you know, information about the ministry, that sort of thing. So there really is a great opportunity, though, to encounter Jesus. And that's the thing that I would emphasize. Yes. Amen. I'd like if you guys could talk about some of the different elements of the schedule. So we have a pre-conference this year. And then besides our main sessions, we also have breakout Uh, times with different optional sections. And I think those offer a lot of variety and some really special opportunities for people. So could you touch on some of the highlights of those? I'll touch on the pre-conference and Pastor Ed can um, touch on the other elements. It comes out of the call to purities that we started doing in the year 2000. I would go out practically every other weekend. I was in a different city of the country, just month in, month out, going out and giving these conferences to men's groups primarily and also to pastors' groups and stuff. But um, it was all about calling men into a life of purity and dealing directly with issues like lust and how to overcome it. And, you know, I mean, very practical biblical answers that that really helped men. And eventually, uh, Jeff Colon started going out and doing those. He did them for years. 
And uh, so he and Rose are going to uh, be the ones to handle the pre-conference this year again. Okay. And yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of experience in this. They've dealt with it in their own lives, and they know what they're talking about. So it'll be a real blessing for men who have struggled in the past. So if they have a need, if they're one of those people who doesn't know a lot about us or is following us, but they are in sexual sin in some capacity, they definitely need to come to the pre-conference. I would say so. You know, that's going to be directly addressing sexual sin issues, whereas the rest of the conference is more of a call to Jesus Christ and into a, a spiritual atmosphere. So there's a little bit of a difference, mm-hmm. different emphasis on the two. Okay. And if I could just add there, because I want to make it clear that it's for men and women at the pre-conference. Uh, we will talk about sexual sin, but if a guy is married, he should bring his wife. Rose will be talking to the wives and about their role in helping their husband overcome his sexual sin, all of that sort of thing. And the emphasis is really on developing a pure heart. Uh, So I just wanted to add that. And, you know, we were talking about some of the other elements that people will find when they come to the conference. And I'm really personally kind of excited because we we changed the way we do intercessory prayer for this year because it's just been getting so large, uh, which is a wonderful problem to have, you know. But uh, and it's one of the highlights, uh, at least for the staff, I think. And I think from the feedback we hear for many people, the staff is willing to have people come and pray uh, with them and, and whatever need they have, the staff just undertakes in prayer for a few minutes for them individually at the conference. And it's kind of challenging to do that with hundreds of people. So mm-hmm. this year we'll split that up into a couple different afternoon opportunities. So not everyone has to come at once and we'll be able to hopefully pray for anyone who wants uh, prayer during those two sessions. Um, and then also one of the n- new things that we have for this year is a Friday evening worship session. People have commented uh, every year how wonderful the worship is, how anointed, how how spirit-filled the atmosphere is when we're engaged in just worshiping uh, before the main session. And there's never enough time for it, it seems. So uh, this year we devoted an evening session to Mm. just having an actual worship time uh, for everyone. And we also have, of course, the traditional breakout sessions, men and women, and some roundtables. And I think we're still even ironing out some of the topics for all of that, but it will happen. Yeah. And a lot of our counselors, I think, end up on those roundtables and breakouts or exactly. um, graduates. So it, it just gives testimony to kind of the messages that they're hearing, I think, too. Yes. Yeah, they do a really good job, I think, of making it very practical and applicable mm-hmm. so you know what to do if your life has been off track or you just need to go deeper. You've gotten some real encouragement and direction of how to do that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good conference. I hope everyone listening comes and we just pack out (laughs) the ark and they don't know what to do with all these people. (laughs) That'd be great. Thank you guys so much for coming in. And for those listening, if you haven't heard already, we look forward to seeing you there. So thanks. April 22nd and 23rd. Yeah, and the pre-conference is on the 21st. Right. That's right. Thursday the 21st for the (laughs) pre-conference. Amen. All right. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you, Patrick. Each year, our speakers spend long hours seeking God for an anointed word to share with those who join us at the conference. I'd like to play a clip of Pastor Steve's message from the 2021 conference entitled, 
the day of evil trouble. I hope that it gives you a feel for what it would be like to join us this year. This is a message that goes out around the world every day in a thousand ways. I mean, through nature, through the the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit, through men of God. There is a message going out across this planet, and it is this. Seek my face. Seek my face. And most people, shame to say, even most professing Christians, treat this gracious invitation with indifference or even disdain. There are billions screaming right now in a place that's very real, that they were too busy to take notice of. They couldn't be bothered. They didn't want it to infringe on the desires of their life and so on. And there are others in heavenly bliss who know all about what it means when God says, seek my face. That is what they are all about right now. But let me tell you, the Lord will say it, but the day of evil trouble is not the time to suddenly scramble and try to hear the voice of God. David could hear what the Lord was saying, that that invitation, David, I know you are surrounded by evil and they want to destroy you. David, come away with me and seek my face. And David had ears to hear. Why? Because for years he had been developing and nurturing a life in God. He knew that voice and he recognized it. This concept, seek me and you shall find me, is one of the great laws of the kingdom of God. Deuteronomy 4, Moses said, you will find him if you search for him with all your heart and all your soul. In Isaiah 55, the prophet said, seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. In Hosea 10, the prophet said, break up your foul ground for it's time to seek the Lord. In Chronicles 2, Azariah said, if you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Every true believer has that call upon their lives. Are you listening to it, dear ones? Do you hear that call? Are you responding to that call in in your daily life? Will you recognize his voice? You know, when everything that you have built your life upon is going out from under you. When the foundations are shaken, when evil is rising, and the haters of God are coming at you with their violence, 
Will you be able to hear the voice of the Lord that day? For those of you whose faith has been a dry, mechanical, religious experience, Yahweh says, seek my face and you will discover a powerful life in God. For those of you who have been taught that God no longer works miracles, Yahweh says, seek my face and you will discover miraculous living. For those of you who are still in the clutches of the evil one, Yahweh says, seek my face and you will learn what it means to truly be free in Christ. As you heard, I wasn't feeling real well earlier this week, so I wasn't able to take part in the interview. Before we wrap up, I want to chime in and share a few of my personal thoughts about our conference. I know that there are a number of good biblical conferences that you could go to this year, and you would find true believers, good fellowship, and solid teachings. All of that is a blessing, and certainly at our conference, you would experience those things as well. But here's what I want to say, and I struggled to know how to express myself. One year at our conference, I think it was probably 2017 or 2018, I distinctly remember standing near the back, and I was listening to one of the sessions, and I remember thinking, man, this message is so needed right now. It was biblically accurate, yeah, but it was more than that. It was a word for our times. There was a prophetic edge that was addressing something vital for us, Christians living in 21st century America. We in the 21st century church are facing an onslaught of immorality and godlessness that is frightening. It seems like the confusion and the chaos is increasing day by day. And there are just times in our lives when we need a word from God that is fresh, a word that comes with power and with life, a word that gives us a clear call and a clear path into the life that God is calling us to. And that's what I've appreciated about our conferences. And I want to extend a personal invitation to you from all of us here to join us April 22nd and 23rd in Williamstown, Kentucky. If you want more information or if you want to register, just go to conference.purelifeministries.org. God bless, and we'll see you next time on Purity for Life. Purity for Life is a production of Pure Life Ministries. For over 30 years, Pure Life Ministries has been the go-to for those whose lives have been devastated by sexual sin. Visit us on the web for more information about our life-changing counseling programs and powerful teaching materials. Also check out our video clips of men and women whose lives have been radically transformed. All that and more at purelifeministries.org.